Thank you for listening to this week's message from Go Church. We hope it encourages you today. For more information about Go Church, check us out online at letsgo.church. We hope you enjoy today's message. Chasing care is the endless pursuit of more. A couple of years ago, when my boys, Ethan and Levi, twins, were 12, I asked them a question. I said, boys, what do you want to be when you grow up? Like, we had visited this question before. You know, it kind of changes when they're young. It's like, I want to be a fireman. I want to be an astronaut. I want to be a billionaire. So I'm asking them again, and I was kind of expecting from Levi something having to do with ministry. He had mentioned that before, maybe being a pastor. He had mentioned that before. From Ethan, I was expecting something in, like, the medical field. He had mentioned, like, I want to be a doctor. He even said, I want to be an anesthesiologist. I'm like, you want to be a professional drug dealer? He's like, yeah. But I got none of that. What I did get was an elevated energy like I had never seen before about what they wanted to be. And they said, Dad, we want to be famous. It's like, we want to be famous. I'm like, what are you going to be famous for? I'm like trying to match their energy. Like, we're going to have our own YouTube channel. That's what we're going to do. We're going to have our Xbox channel, our gaming PC channel. We're going to have like a twin name, like Twin Power, Brother Power channel. And we are going to have millions of followers. They're like, Dad, we're going to make fat cash. We're going to be famous. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm trying to have some fun with them. I'm like, all right, all right. You want to do the YouTube thing? Why don't you go ahead and give it a shot and at least make like a promotional video YouTube style for Go Youth? So they made this video two years ago. Let's watch this together. Hey guys, my name is Levi Calloway, and I'm going to be telling you about Go Youth YouTube style. Three, two, one. Hey guys, welcome back to Go Youth. Today we're going to be starting with a game, an icebreaker to meet the other students. Don't mix next week because we're going to be dropping a giveaway. You can get a zebra, a house, a Go Church sticker, and even an iPhone XR. Thanks for watching to the end. Make sure to drop a like, subscribe, turn on those notifications, and we will see you next week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe they got a shot. I don't know. Maybe they got a shot. I came across an interesting stat. If you were to poll 10 to 12-year-olds, what do you want most? What do you want most? It's not money. It's to be famous. You know, and sometimes maybe you grow out of that, but maybe sometimes you kind of hold on to it. Maybe it kind of morphs with time, but between 10, 12 years old, I want to be famous, famous, famous. Probably from the rise of stuff just like this, you know, they grow up. Social media, they grow up, YouTube, they grow up seeing people like their age with all these followers, and they want to be famous. They want to have their reputation. They want to have the following. They want to have the respect. They want to have the influence. Well, we are starting a series today. Every Sunday in January, we are going to cover a very interesting, challenging topic, okay? This year, it's so easy, this time of the season, to recycle some of those New Year's resolutions, right? It's like maybe you bust out the classic like, this year I'm going to lose weight again. All the weight that I found, I'm going to lose it again. I'm going to lose 100 pounds in two weeks. I'm going to amputate both legs. That's what I'm going to do. And you dust these things off. Like I'm going to 
lose some weight, I'm going to maybe make more money. That's what I need. I need to make a little more money. I need more discretionary income this year. If I have more money, then I can get some more stuff, and I have more stuff, I'd have more fun. I need more money, more mountain, more home, more ski, more things, more hobbies, more, more, more. Maybe more acceptance. Maybe, and it's not all bad, maybe some more discipline. You know, you pick out some good ones, maybe recycle some old ones. But sometimes if you just kind of keep doing the more thing that you've done years and years and years in a row, more perfection, more acceptance, more fame. We're talking about fame today. This year will be great. Just more of that. If you just recycle it, if you just do what you've always done, you're probably going to get what you've always got, and it can kind of feel like you're on this treadmill of just more, more stuff, more things, more stuff, more stuff, more expectations, more, more, more. I want to challenge all of us, including myself. Let's not make this year kind of like it's been before. Let's make this year different. Let's say, I want to be more about serving God, finding my purpose, living in my identity, being the godly parent that he wants me to be, being the godly friend, business person that he wants me to be. I want to be more passionate. I want to make God's name more famous. Maybe I dial back my goal setting on I want to be famous and focus on making God's name known and discovering peace and joy in the middle of all of that. I want our year to look a little bit like that. Like what if we roll around to the summertime? You know, we're like six months down the road from now. And you look back and you say, wow, so far 2021, I am more solid in my relationship with God than I've ever been. I don't have those crazy emotional ups and downs and unstable feelings with people or family. I'm dialing in stability through my devotion to God, figuring out real peace and joy, I mean, what an amazing six months that would be. I don't want us to get down the road, and it's just been more of this, more of this, more of that, more perfection, more acceptance, more comfort, more money, more stuff, more things, more fame, and just kind of running that treadmill lifestyle. It's time to hop off this thing. Let's hop off this thing and take a minute, hit pause, and say, God, what do you want? Have you really done that for the beginning of this year? God, what do you want to see happen in my life? Not just what do I want, God, what do you want? Brings me to the one big thing. I want you to write this down today. We're going to focus in on this this morning. My goal is to be faithful, not famous. My goal is to be faithful. Everyone say faithful. Faithful, not famous. So maybe you're sitting here and you've kind of already seen this coming. You know, like even from the intro video and Levi and the whole fame thing, you're like, I'm good. Like, I don't want fame. I don't need thousands of followers. I don't even want thousands of people knowing my name or even what I do. I don't even like people. <laughs> That's a different message for a different day, okay? But maybe you're like, you know, maybe next week could be for me, but the whole fame thing, I'm good. Okay, maybe that's true on the macro level. You know, maybe you're not concerned about the album you're dropping this week or the new sneaker you're dropping this week. You know, maybe you're not worried about that. But could it be, if you were to explore 
your heart, if you were to you know, inject some truth serum, think about your life this way. Maybe there are zones that could reveal some struggle or some attention given to micro-fame. Like, could it be that your willingness to change your behavior based on what other people might say about you is an indicator that maybe you, you really do want to be liked, maybe more than you would admit. What if your unwillingness to say no? What if your propensity to overcommit because you're afraid if I say no to this, they're not going to like it? Or if I say no to this, they're going to think, I don't like them. And you just keep saying, yes, 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 yes. Spread yourself out thin, 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 thin. And you can't give your best to any one focused area. And you just keep saying, yes, 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 yes. Because you're afraid if you say no, well, they won't like you. What if your tendency to get frustrated and men hear this defensive? If somebody gives any level of criticism to you, be it constructive or not, you don't like any of it. You don't want to hear it. You don't have time for it. You get frustrated. You get mad. Maybe some of this defensiveness, maybe this unwillingness to say no could be an indicator. Could it be that maybe you struggle a little bit with some of this microfame stuff? Like what are the things that are driving your behavior? The choices you make, what's driving that? Is it the Lord? Is it the word of God? Is it the community of the church? Or is it what somebody's going to say or think? Is it some of these social circle things? Is it something at work? So I want us to open up our lives to the possibility, do we struggle with macro or micro fame? The need to be known. How important is it to us? Like what's driving our life with that? Kind of raises a bigger question. Let me ask you this. Is it wrong to be famous? Like, is there something inherently kind of messed up about it? Like, is it wrong? Maybe you're thinking right now of like famous people. Queen B, LeBron James, <laughs> maybe a politician, and maybe somebody who's just super exceptional in their field. Is it wrong to be known? I don't think so. I don't think it's wrong to be famous. We have a few people in Go Church that have a little bit of fame. People know who they are. Is that wrong? Don't think so. But I do think it's incredibly tragic and a little bit sad if that is your goal. If that is what you're seeking, I think you have a disconnect with your creator. I want us to get into this idea more. Is it wrong to be famous? I think you could almost make a biblical case that in certain ways, God can bring fame, create fame for his purposes or his reasons. I mean, Jesus is famous. A lot of people in the Bible, famous. A lot of people have heard about the word of God. Let's look in the Old Testament and just get a glimpse into a guy's life. His name's David. David is described in the Bible as a man after God's own heart. Now, do you think that makes David perfect? Like, did David ever make a mistake? He made, you know, you know. 
He did. Pretty much everybody in the Bible made mistakes, except one, Jesus. David made mistakes, but the Bible still describes him as a man after God's own heart. Here's what First Chronicles says about David and fame. So David did as God commanded him, very important part of this sentence. So David did as God commanded him, and they struck down the Philistine army all the way from Gibeon to Gezer. So David's fame, everybody say fame. Fame. So David's fame spread throughout every land, and the Lord made all the nations fear him. God caused this fame. God caused this reputation. But if you look at David's life, you don't see David sought fame. David went out to become famous. You look at this and you see David doing what God commanded him to do. As David followed God, some fame happened. See, this is really a heart issue. What was David seeking? What was David doing? David was being obedient, obeying, just doing what God had asked him to do. And out of that, God began to accelerate. God began to bless. God began to do some things that led to notoriety. But it's not what David was seeking. And I think that is the key. What are we seeking? Like on the inside of our heart of hearts. Is it to be liked? I've got to be liked at work. Man, my teammates got to like me. My boss has got to like me. My customers have got to like me. They've all got to like me. I've got to be likable all the time. And then you change and you morph and you become like a chameleon depending on who you're around. Maybe your style changes, your words change, your attitude changes, what you do or don't do changes, what you laugh or don't laugh at changes, what you care about changes, all depending on who you are around. It's a very stifling, restrictive way to live. You're not even really picking your own way. You're just responding and bouncing around to whoever's around you. It's a very suffocating way to live. What you see David doing here is seeking God. He wasn't trying to be famous. He was trying to be obedient. So I want to challenge you. Like David, don't focus on becoming known or famous. Focus on obeying God. Obey God. Chase after God. Obey his commands. Be the man that God wants you to be right where you are. Develop a pocket of excellence right where you are. And when God blesses, when God accelerates, when God empowers, bounce the credit to him. You make great grades in a semester, bounce some credit to God. Man, I could have never have done this. I've been praying. I've been in the Bible. People have been encouraging me. And you bounce the credit to God because at the end of the day, it's not about how good you are. It's about how great he is. And we serve a great God. Do you believe that, Go Church? He's worthy of praise. Let's make him famous for a change. Challenging, challenging thoughts. Like, how do we get some traction on this? How do we activate this in our life? I, I want to give you two tough questions, two clarifying questions. You can ask these questions before the meeting that you have scheduled tomorrow. Maybe that team meeting you have coming up this week. Maybe coming out of the holidays, 
Maybe some of you guys have been around family. How many of you know every family has a little bit of crazy? Somewhere, just a little bit. You know there's a conversation that you need to have that's going to be hard, but you need to have it. You're thinking about it. These are questions that you can ask, just two, before every conversation, before that meeting, with team members, with that neighbor, even with yourself, looking in the mirror, ask these questions. Here's the first one. Write it down. Who am I representing? Gets to the heart. Who am I representing in this meeting, in this moment, in this conversation, in this neighbor? Who am I representing? Am I representing myself? Am I representing what I think they want to hear? Or am I representing my creator? Look at 2 Corinthians. This is the Apostle Paul. This is what he writes about representing our purpose. He writes this. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal. What's that next word? You know, my eyes don't work too good. What is that? Through us. Like, I think it's kind of crazy. Just a little side note here, a little tangent. Sometimes I wonder, Jesus, why use us? We are fickle and a little bit crazy, and we tend to just care about ourselves. Why use us to propagate the gospel? Like, why don't you just come back? Just do it. Like, send an angel down in here, you know, woof, wings. People might pay attention, maybe. But he chooses to use us. He chooses to use disciples, people who tend to make mistakes, but we are messengers. I just think it's so amazing. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through, through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. I love this language, ambassador. Now, an ambassador, we know this, is like the highest ranking official sent on behalf of a nation, right? So if there's a meeting and the ambassador for the United States of America comes into a room, it's not like just Steve. Hey, I'm Steve. I got a couple ideas. A little brainstorm. It's not just Steve, right? The ambassador, when he or she walks into a room, the United States of America walks into a room. The red, white, and blue walks into the room. The president walks into the room. The Congress walks into the room. He or she representing the entire nation. So when they speak, when they say, when they move, how they represent the country through body language, tone, they are representing us. The ambassador represents the sender. Just like children represent their family. My dad would always tell me that. It would always make me feel like super challenged and also a little bit guilty <laughs> when I would do stupid things. You know, before I would go out, that would be like, now remember, son, think three steps ahead, make good decisions, and you represent the family. That's a lot of weight, just going to the mall. <laughs> but we represent, think about that. When you walk into a room, it's not just you. If you're a Jesus follower, you're a follower of Christ, you have sacrificed just you. 
It's no longer just your thing and your thoughts and how you want to be and just your opinion. You don't have that luxury anymore. We have laid all of that down with joy because we have discovered true purpose, true identity in God, God creating us to be the people he wants us to be. But when you walk into that meeting, Jesus should be walking into that meeting. When you lead that moment, the fruit of the Spirit should be all up in that room. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, and in the meeting that's crazy, the fruit of the Spirit of self-control. When you're talking with that neighbor, and when, mm, mm, whoop, it's post time, baby. Mm, you're representing the Lord and the kingdom with your thumb, tongue. When people know, oh, this is the same person that they tried to tell me about church one time. This person tried to tell me about God one time. I saw that yard sign in their sign, and then they're posting this. They're crazy, hypocritical. As Jesus followers, we don't have the luxury anymore of just me. So what is driving you when you are representing the Lord? Is it him? Is it his word that's really driving you forward? Are you really thinking, I am here to represent the kingdom in this moment? Or are you just representing yourself? Think about how life is supposed to be. If you're representing God, guess what? God gives you the power to do that. The kind of power I'm talking about is not just going to your home gym because we can't go out anymore anyway and work out. You're just home, you're just cranking it, you're just pull-ups, man, you're just getting it, your Peloton, your treadmill. It's not just your own strength. God gives you strength to represent. Think about living life with God's strength. When you go into a meeting, God giving you ideas, God empowering you for living, God empowering you to be the son or the daughter that he wants you to be. If you're a teenager, you're in the house right now, you're in high school, God giving you the power to live out your faith around your friends, pulling together in community, adults, not being driven by the social circle or by the courtyard or by the people that you need to impress or by the stereotypical Joneses down the street. You are who you are because you are serving the one that has made you. You're not here to serve the crowd. You're here to serve your creator. And there's freedom in that. That's when life starts to become fun. It's like, I don't have to change all the time. I am who God's created me. I'm submitted to him. I'm not perfect, but I'm perfectly submitted. There's freedom in that living, my friend. That's a great first question. Who am I representing? Second one, write this down. Whose approval matters most? First Thessalonians, again, Apostle Paul, listen to this. For we speak as messengers approved by God, to be entrusted with the good news. If you're a people pleaser person in here, like you just can't stand conflict. You just, mm -mm. I don't want, I'll do anything but fight. <laughs> this is gonna be hard to read. Our purpose is to please God, not people. He alone examines the motives of our hearts. As for human praise, we have never sought it from you or anyone else. You see, our purpose, Go Church, my friends watching, our streaming family online, our purpose is to please God. We were not created to please people. 
In fact, Jesus kind of promises the opposite. Oh, you want to follow me? Okay. If you want to follow me, that means not everyone's going to love you. Not everybody's just going to think, you're awesome sauce. He's like, I don't even have a place to lay my own head. Here's the promise, you'll be persecuted. There will be people that don't like what you stand for. Challenging words. The Bible goes on to say, if you are ashamed of me, Jesus says this, if you are ashamed of me before men, I will be ashamed of you before my Father. Are you living to be liked by your quote-unquote fake digital friends on Facebook? I mean, you put the post up, and if it doesn't get enough traction in 15 minutes, delete. You know you've done it. I mean, you worked hard on that post, too. I mean, it was like you had the filters, you had all the words, you had all the hashtags, you had all the emojis, you had all the things, and it didn't take off in 15 minutes, delete. What are you living for? Are you living to please the crowd, or are you living to please the creator? Whose approval matters most? Are you here to live and to win the approval of some, or to win the approval of one? At the end of your life, I'll give you a sneak preview. At the end of your life, you're done in this physical body. You die to be separated from the bodies, to be present with the Lord. You're done here. You're before the Lord. Guess what? Nobody else is there with you. Facebook followers, Instagram followers, people in your neighborhood, people in your courtyard, your own spouse, your own kids, they aren't there with you. It's you and the Lord. And in that moment, I'm telling you, what you're not going to hear is this. Well done, my good and famous servant. Oh, you did it. I mean, you paid for the right promotions on the social. You did everything that you could do to be known and to be like, you're like the most liked, popular, famous person. Come on in. You made it. I just hear all like the heavenly like likes going off. Like, 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 double taps, hearts everywhere. We're not going to hear that. What you want to hear is well done, my good and faithful servant. God has called us to be faithful, not to be famous. If some fame happens, we're going to bounce that credit to the Lord. I challenge you, be the best in your field. Develop a pocket of excellence right where you are. It doesn't matter if you're working any industry, pick one. Tech, finance, restaurant, education. There's nobody stopping you from building a pocket of greatness right where you are. Build it. Ask God for ideas. I believe he'll give you ideas. Ask God to bless it. I believe God loves his kids. I've seen the blessing of God happen. If you think that you are a follower of Jesus, but you're in business alone, you're selling it all short. Ask God to get involved. God, help me understand how to lead. Who do I need to hire? Who do I need to fire? Who do I need to train? What changes do we need to make? And then when it starts to happen, when you start to get traction, that is the time to give all the glory to the Lord. Don't focus on being famous. Focus on being faithful. That's what you want to hear. Well done. Good 
and faithful servant. Out of obedience, watch this, out of obedience comes abundance. Obedience. That is the key to blessing. That is the key to know, am I really walking with God? Am I really the man or the woman that God's created me to be? Am I going down the right path? Evaluate your life in that question through the filter of obedience. Are you willing to lay it all down to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength? Are you willing to lay it all down to love your neighbor as yourself? These are the great commands. I want us to pray today. Take this message, get it into our heart, and let it bother us until we begin to change. Until we begin to say, God, I'm living for you. I'm not living for the likes. I'm not living for the crowd. I'm not living for everyone else. I'm going to live for an audience of one. That is the way to live. Come on, I want you to bow your head. Open up your heart. Let's go to God. Let's pray. God, we come to you right now. The beginning of 2021, God, in this room, all of our streaming family, together as a team, as a unit, we come to you right now in this moment of prayer. And we say, God, give us the strength that we need to be faithful. The empowerment of your Holy Spirit to live faithful. God, help our goal to be faithful, not to be famous. God, help us to ask those questions. Who am I representing in this moment? Myself, selfish desires, will to win. Am I representing my sender? God, whose approval matters most? Help us to live in your approval displayed through daily obedience. God, when we miss the mark, we have a moment of imperfection. God, that we would be perfectly submitted to you, to respond to you. God, help us. Faithfulness, 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 faithfulness in 2021. If you're here today, you're a follower of Jesus, but God is stirring your heart. You know you want to make some traction in this. You feel God kind of beating on the inside of you, calling you to a higher level of submission and obedience. If that's you, can I just see a hand in the air and say, yeah, that's me. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. Yeah, I see you. I see my family and my friends, my brothers and my sisters saying, yeah, this year is gonna be different. That's amazing. You're here today, everybody within the sound of my voice. The most important thing that you can develop in life is a relationship with your creator. Your identity and your purpose is found in a real active relationship with Jesus Christ. God loves you so much. He loves you so much that he proved it. He gave and he sent his one and only son, Jesus, to live the perfect life that you and I could never live. He paid for our mistakes and our spiritual sin with his perfect life. He laid it down for us on the cross and he died. For you and for me, they peeled his body off of the tree and they put him into a tomb and he was there one day, two days. But on the third day, God raised him from the dead and he's alive and he has a plan and a purpose for your life. And it is this, to know you, to have a relationship with you. How can you do it? The Bible says that if you will confess with your mouth 
that Jesus Christ is Lord, if you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And I want to give you an opportunity to pray that prayer with me, for us to pray that prayer together today. Maybe you've never done that in your life. Maybe it's so long ago that it's a non-existent thing. Well, God can bring healing right here and right now. If you want to make Jesus the Lord and the leader of your life, I want you to pray this prayer with me out loud right now. Pray this with me. Jesus, thank you for speaking to my heart. I ask that you would forgive me of every sin. I am making you the Lord and the leader of my life. And I'm going to live for you the rest of my days. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again for listening to this week's message. To stay in the know with Go Church, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at letsgo.church. You can also download our app from the App Store by searching Go Church. Have a great week and God bless.